This is Behind the Cut with Christopher Grenland, the companion show to Not About Lumberjacks. Because I want Not About Lumberjacks to be a streamlined thing, I don't want to crowd the beginning and the end with explanation or commentary. At the same time, I know there are people out there who like this kind of thing. This is the happy compromise. I know some people listening have no idea who I am, so before getting to what inspired Gutterball, a little bit about me. I'm a writer and podcaster named Christopher Grunland. My first podcast was just me reading my first novel, Hell Comes with Woodpaneled Doors. I also do a weekly podcast called Men in Gorilla Suits with my friend Sean Kupfer. During the day, I'm a technical writer for a large software company serving the travel industry, and at night I write fiction. I've also been a juggler since 1981. I even used to do some street performing. A big thank you to everybody who's listened to Gutterball. If you haven't listened, it's less than eight minutes, and this next bit will make a lot more sense if you're familiar with the story. Gutterball's an older story of mine. While I'm writing new stories for Not About Lumberjacks, I wanted the first episode to be short, and I wanted it to be a story I know people like. I'm not afraid to experiment with odd stories. Really, the only thing I refuse to write about is lumberjacks. Once I knew I'd be launching Not About Lumberjacks around Thanksgiving, and I remembered that Gutterball has a Thanksgiving element to the story, it just seemed like the only way to go. That, and I wanted something with universal appeal. I'm not sure I know anybody who's never had a pet at some point in their lives. Almost all of us know the pain of losing a family member from the animal kingdom. Hell, the day after I released Not About Lumberjacks, my podcast bud on Men in Gorilla Suits suddenly lost one of the best dogs I've ever known, and I've known a lot of dogs. But it's a lot more than just that. Pets bring to life a certain joy, and they also bring a quirkiness to it all. In high school, one of my best friends had a Dalmatian named Dottie who ate things. She's really the inspiration for Gutterball in so many ways. When my friend's family was having a pool installed in their backyard, a worker's glove went missing. And it wasn't just a little glove, it was one of those bigger working gloves with those little rubber dots for grip covering the fingers and palm. You want to know where it went? Dottie had eaten it. But dogs weren't the only source of inspiration for Gutterball. When I was a little kid, one of our cats ate a knotted string from a roast that it pulled out of the garbage. One day we were just all sitting in the kitchen, and there it was, hanging out of the cat's butt. My mom had no choice but to remove it. While I had an uncle who later told me that some people will actually pay to have knotted things inserted and removed from their ass, maybe even him, the cat didn't seem to enjoy the experience. When I started this podcast, it was partially inspired by a friend named Rick Coast. Rick does a great podcast called Evolution Talk and another called Strange Encounters. The way he puts episodes together inspired me to work a little harder at my own podcast and not about lumberjacks as the result. So I shared a rough cut of the first episode with him. When Rick heard the story about Gutterball, he talked about his brother's dog Paisley, who had an affinity for consuming socks. The key word there? Had. So, dogs eating things is a pretty universal thing, but I think Gutterball also works because we've all loved a goofy pet at some point in our lives. More than that, though, I think it works because we've all lost a pet as well. 
I'm recording this the day before Thanksgiving in the States. And this weekend, I'm planning to record a couple episodes of Men in Gorilla Suits at Sean's house, but I almost don't want to. The thought of entering his house without being greeted by his black lab, Edie, hurts. But Sean's hurting a lot worse than I am, and I know that life doesn't stop, even for death. That's why I recorded Gutterball before anything else, in its own weird way, it matters. So now you know the story behind the story. In two weeks, it's the next story, a monologue of sorts called Pride of the Red Card. It's a story about a father who becomes excited about his son signing up to play football. That is, until he finds out his son really means soccer. It's also a multi-generational look at a dysfunctional family that just might kind of sort of be based on my own family. My dad's side, perhaps? Here's a sneak peek. My dad understood two sports, football and boxing. It wasn't that my dad was a macho guy, but when it came to sports, he liked those involving a certain degree of violence. I later found out there was a short time after the war that my grandfather was a cop, which is funny considering my father was born in the Cook County Jail when my grandparents were locked up for burglary. With the warm glow of peppermint schnapps now coursing through my body, I pulled the trigger and the gun rattled and rocked in my hand. This is what my dad knew about soccer. You couldn't use your hands. Players fell down and grabbed legs you'd think were broken by the way they acted if an opposing player came anywhere in the vicinity of them when they had the ball. It may as well have been 22 players in a massive slap fight. To my father, it didn't get any worse than soccer. The whistle blew and the referee held up a yellow card. My coach shook his head. When play resumed, I ran around until a kid I knew was the opposing coach's son had the ball. Thank you for listening to Not About Lumberjacks and Behind the Cut. The theme music for Behind the Cut is a piece called Reaper by Razen, and the voice kicking off the show belongs to Cynthia Griffith. You can learn more about Cynthia at cfgriffith.com. Visit nolumberjacks.com for more information about the music in these shows. Until next time, be mighty and keep your axes sharp. <laughs>